What is up, everybody? Welcome to another podcast. This is the Truth Podcast. We uh, are so passionate about bringing truth to your lives and helping you uh, find that truth for yourself. So, welcome. If you're this your first time, my name is Alec. Sean is right there. How you I doing, guess. bro? Doing good. How are you doing? Pretty good. I'm a little disappointed in you. Why? In me? In you. Oh, I'm so hurt. I want to hear this. <laughs> you were supposed to wear a poncho today. Oh, well, I wore the, the poncho yesterday. Somebody, so I'm not going to name names, but some people who um, work at this lovely church says it looks like I was wearing a rug. So <laughs> you may have to put that away for now. <laughs> we got to describe this poncho because when people think of ponchos, they think of like the trash bag. Explain your yeah. poncho. To no, me. It's like 100% cotton um, poncho, you know, it was Where'd bought it? in Mexicali, California. Ooh. Um, yeah, on the streets. So it was, it was legit too. On the streets. Kind of has... Um, Maybe a little bit of an unbiblical like pattern. It was like an Aztec pattern on it, you know, <laughs> with some some faces and stuff. You may have been stoned in the Old Testament if you wore that. So. <laughs> no, well, it's a good thing we don't but live back then, huh? <laughs> super warm though. It's like wearing a blanket all day, you know. So yeah, it's a good awesome. time to wear it. Yeah. What I, happened? It was like seventy degrees outside here in Vegas, and now it's like thirty three and snowing. Yeah. Did you have some snow by I your did. house? And yeah, we had some on the cars and on the roofs and that type of thing. So yeah, yeah, that's wild. That's Las Vegas for you. When's the last time it snowed in Vegas? Oh, it's a couple years for sure. Oh, my sure. goodness. I hope it keeps going. It's um, While recording this, it's pretty cloudy outside, you know, so we may get some some rain slash snow. I so. need that in my life. Yeah. Today's fun. We're starting a new series. Yes. Same season, season two. Okay, we're still bringing you season two. Don't worry. Season three hasn't started yet, but we're bringing you a series. It's not going to go like every, for the next like eight weeks. It's going to be kind of sporadic. Mm-hmm. But this series is dedicated to the study and the understanding of different religions. Yeah. It's really easy to live our Christian lives like we talked about last week. You know, we looked at the different, you know, ideas of Christianity, right? Which was a lot of fun um, and how people believe Christianity. But it's really easy to live Christian and not even think about other people. Mm-hmm. You know, not even think about what the rest of the world believes. And not make efforts to bring the gospel in a way that would relate and be understood by people who have different cultural and religious beliefs than we do. Mm-hmm. So I think we agreed that this is a really important thing to cover, um, talking about the different religions of the world. Yeah, and I think um, when you look through the letters of Paul and then also Acts, Paul brings the gospel to all these different places, but he has a respect for what they're believing at that time, you know, and has mm-hmm. a respect that they have a dedication to something, you know? So I think it's really important for us to have a respect for it, but also how are we going to go to somebody that believes something else and tell them like, you need to believe in Christianity. And they're like, well, do you know anything about like my religion? Have you looked in? It no. doesn't matter. It's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, you haven't even looked it up. So yeah, exactly. So I think it's really important for us to understand where other people are coming from so we could bring the gospel Mm -hmm. and so we could trust the gospel even more because I don't know about you. First of all, disclaimer, we're not experts at any of these religions we're going to be looking through. None of us. I was never a Mormon. I was never a Muslim. I was never any of these things. Um, I studied it a little bit in Christian college and I think you did as well. So we have a little bit of a background from that. Um, But don't kill us if we get a couple things wrong with these. Yeah. For sure. And I also want to just point out that we have a resource in the descriptions of the video and on Spotify. It's a it's a book um, called The Compact Guide to World Religions. And uh, let me tell you, this book is incredible. So a lot of the stuff that we're going to be talking about is coming from that book. Uh, We're not plagiarizing, but um, (laughs) we're 
talking to the, we're reading from the experts and we're bringing it to you. Yeah. But if you want to go deeper, because we're not gonna be able to cover everything in this book. If you want to go deeper, you can definitely read that book. They're the experts, you know, it's written by multiple people um, about, you know, that have different, you know, qualifications to yeah. make them write these stuff things. So um, that's in the description of all of these religion videos that we're going to be or and podcasts and wherever it is, Spotify, iTunes, um, one day. Our website that's coming soon. Um, so just uh, if you want to check that out, check it out. It's like thirteen ninety nine on Amazon. I think it's worth it for sure. It's yeah, easy this read. Stuff, this stuff is important. You need to know. Yeah, you know, What's going on for sure? What What religion do you want to cover today? Because we're just <sighs> gonna pull it out of the hat just, right what now. If whatever I say, you're ready. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> just, <laughs> just give it. <laughs> no, we are going to do Islam, or better known probably as the Muslim faith. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we thought this would be a good one to start with. I think there's a lot of preconceptions, especially in America, of what Muslims believe, you know, with, you know, just the terrorist attacks and 9-11, all that stuff. Yeah. There's kind of been a stigma about them for sure. And also it it makes up, I think they said like 25, I remember saying a st statistic, gosh, 25% of the world or something is- 20% of the world. 20% of the world is Muslim. Mm -hmm. So that's one out of every five people- on earth is Muslim. Yeah, so to, to know what they believe is beneficial for sure. They are the second largest religion mm -hmm. on earth, only behind, I hate saying this, it's behind Christianity Christ if yeah. you include Catholicism in Christianity. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, so the, they're, they're we had our podcast yeah. on that. We don't think that, but nonetheless. Yeah, so they're probably the biggest. Probably if, the biggest. Because, I mean, if you separate... Um, Christianity and Catholics, then we're not going to, we're probably not 20%. No, yeah, yeah. no way. Yeah. And I think, I don't think so. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think maybe. So. Um, and also, also, you know, obviously Islam started in Saudi Arabia, mm -hmm. um, in the Arab nations, but um, non-Arab Muslims, so people not from the Arab nations, outnumber Arab Muslims three to one. Yeah. So there's more Muslims outside of just the Middle East in that yeah. little area um, than there are in that area, which means that it's a growing religion and that people all over the world are, um, you know, believing in this. One more stat that I thought was interesting mm -hmm. is that um, as of a while ago, so it's probably more than this, but there's over 500,000 international students from Muslim countries wow. in the U S right now. Yeah. Maybe not right now because of coronavirus, but, in the last couple school years at least yeah it's it's i remember seeing statistics too that like by the year 2030 it's going to be you know that number is just going to shoot up if 20 percent is muslim it's going to be going to the 30s and 40s mm -hmm. because you know like you said it's a growing religion and they they also have a lot of children usually in yeah, they do. these families they do and it's just it's growing yeah. everywhere for sure yeah and the previous president administration um Put a ban on those Muslim countries mm -hmm. for reading, um, becoming here, but um, the current president just re uh, lifted that ban up actually yeah. a couple days ago, I think. So, um, so that there that means whatever you think politically, that means that there's a lot of people coming that need the gospel of Jesus Christ, for sure, and yeah. we need to understand what they believe, why they believe it, and how to logically and you know properly give them the gospel without breaking down bridges and stuff like that. So, yeah. Are you excited? I'm, I'm excited. excited yeah. All right. I love this stuff. This is good. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the origin of Islam. Islam, yeah. Maybe yeah, so someone doesn't know. So what do you think? 
Yeah. So, I mean, definitely fill in anything I miss, you know, or if I get you some too. dates wrong or anything like that. We're you definitely too. not experts, as I said. But um, in the year, like, 500, around that time, I believe, um, Muhammad was a man very poor, poor in his, like, society and his family mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And around the age of 40, he believed he started to hear from from God. I believe it was... Gabriel. Gabriel, exactly. Mm-hmm. That Gabriel brought him like a revelation. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot to go that goes into the revelation, and you could probably add on to it. But pretty much that um, that the scriptures, you know, were kind of there was things wrong with the scriptures. You know, yeah. a lot of things that maybe possibly the Jews changed and that type of thing. They believe mostly in the Old Testament. They just believe certain things are wrong. The names were wrong. They believe that Jesus, you know, it was misinterpreted and he was actually mm-hmm. just a prophet. Um, and he wasn't the son of God or anything like that. They believe that Esau, Esau, I believe, was the promised child of Abraham mm. and and not Jacob and that type of thing. So from that, he brought, he started the religion, um, got his followers, all those type of things. And yeah. I feel like that's a good way to cover it. Anything else to add? No, I think it was really interesting also is that he grew up in, you know, a time where the Arabs were controlled by like tribes mm. and different tribes and they were really uh, polytheistic. So what I mean by that is they had multiple gods. So yeah, their, yeah, yeah. their preaching, what he grew up in was this polytheistic culture of multiple gods and all that stuff. And then he has this revelation, like you were talking about from the angel Gabriel, and it was a monotheistic god so there's one god and they're very very um strict on that in the and we'll talk about that a little bit later um but so he starts preaching to the people around him and uh he's preaching this monotheistic religion religion to a polytheistic culture you know and they started getting really angry at him so he got followers but they started kicking him out and they had to flee um i don't remember the exact city they fled to um, but they fled away from Mecca, and yeah. then he ended up coming back with an army, Muhammad did, um, and just taking Mecca, which ended up being their their capital it's city the or whatever. Site, yeah. yeah, the holy city. Yeah, even to this day. Yeah, which was interesting, you know. Yeah, for sure. I think. Um, do you want to get it going to kind of like the, the core beliefs and that type of stuff? Sure. Um, yeah. So. First, let's get, I, I want to get into kind of where it is today and kind of what happened after, you know, mm-hmm. I think you have this too, that there's two sections of the Muslim faith. So I, I don't know. I don't remember exactly how long he lived, but when he died and it's kind of how he died and that type of stuff is kind of up for mystery. Some people believe he was poisoned. Um, they, believe they poisoned his goat, you know, well, he, get, he was I eating that goat. That yeah. yeah. Goat's so good. My goat yeah. gets poisoned all the time. <laughs> but then he dies. You know the goat is it's, Tom Brady. Oh <laughs> He poisoned Tom Brown. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we just watch football, you know. Sorry, guys. Football um, and basketball yeah. is the only thing we do. And we've had an argument for the last, what, week yeah, and a half? That's what we talked. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, everybody. Continue. But um, He poisoned his yeah, goat. Yeah. Anyway, he died suddenly. <laughs> There's a big dispute of should the bloodline of Muhammad yeah. be the one that, that we follow and follow their beliefs or the leaders that he put in place mm-hmm. before he died. So that made the Sunni and the Shiite Muslim. I believe the, Sh- I don't want to mix them up. I always mix them up. Is it the Sunni? Sunni are 80% of all Muslims right and now. And that's the one that's not the bloodline, I believe. I think so, yeah. yeah. And they're the ones who won out at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It was the Sunni. So, yeah. And they're, they're vicious. Like, in back in the day anyway, I don't yeah, know if yeah. they are still now, but they were like killing each other and stuff like that. It's pretty crazy. It was an intense rivalry. It wasn't just like a, 
oh, we think differently. Let's go our separate ways, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, even still today, those, the, I mean, there's definitely the rivalry between and bloodshed between Muslims mm. and Jewish people, but very close to that is the rivalry and the bloodshed between Sunnis and Shiites, yeah. who is in control. They have they have minor disbeliefs, you know, a lot of things that goes into their end time beliefs and that yeah. type of thing. Um, also, for the most part, they have core beliefs that are pretty much the same. Yeah, they do. And they, I think another thing that separates them, sorry, was um, is there where they get their authority from. So mm. I think the Sunni are really focused from my research is really focused on the scriptural authorities, um, the different books that were written by the four different prophets yeah um and that's where they their authority comes from or revelation and all that um they have a really um they're really grounded in their their written traditions or whatever the shiites um are are more focused on the authority of a person so whoever's leading and they can kind of kind of like the pope where it's like um it can be changed yeah it can be changed the the revelation is going through whoever's the leader at that point and you know we could see that because they're very comparable to Catholicism in that way where yeah. the Pope says whatever, and that's taken as the words of almost of God in, in that sense. So that they kind of, that's kind of a lot where the, the disagreeing comes from, you know, because their sense of where authority comes from is different. If that makes sense at all. Yeah, for sure. And, and getting into like their beliefs a little bit, their, their Holy scripture for the core beliefs of whatever side is the Quran, which is pretty much the writings of Muhammad which they put, like I said, they're they're considered one of the the religions that came from Abraham. If you look at yeah. Christianity, Judaism, which is Jewish, and then Islam, which is Muslim, they all trace back to Abraham. And which say, is really interesting. Yeah, it's crazy because, I mean, God said, you know, you're going to birth, he pretty much tells Abraham, you're going to birth nations and all this yeah. stuff. And it's the three biggest religions in the world all trace back to Abraham. It's crazy because the, the specifically when it comes to their core beliefs, you know, in their holy books, they yeah. consider they had four prophets that they they considered people that they considered to be prophets that had divine revelation from God to write holy books. Yeah. The first one's Moses who wrote the Torah. So the yeah. Torah is the first four books of our Bible. It could be looked at as one book to Judaism and then also um, Islam. So that's a holy book, which mm. is really interesting. So they read our Bible, you know. Yeah. Um, David, King David and the Psalms is the second prophet, which is really interesting. Jesus is a prophet to them, and he wrote the Gospels, yeah. and that is a holy book. Uh, and then the, the fourth and final was Muhammad, who wrote the Quran. The last so, and great prophet. Yeah. So interesting that three out of the four kind of two and a half <laughs> are stuff that we look at and, you know, we consider holy also, you know, we, we, we kind of think that Christianity and Islam, and this is really an American central idea because it's also Judaism is probably more prevalent to Islam than Christianity is. But, um, but we, we think of it as like complete opposites, you know, and I'm not saying they're not, they're very different. We're going to get into that, but yeah. nonetheless, like, there are some similarities, which is good when you're evangelizing because we can find some common ground with people and, you know, and speak of the coming savior through those books of the Bible, you know, especially yeah. through Psalms and the, and the Torah. Exactly. They're, they're, like you said, they're, they're very different, but they're, they're a lot more alike than I think we realize, you know? And I think the difference is, like you said, Muhammad's writings for most Muslims and just like any religion, there's going to be little sects that believe different things. And there's even like non-denominational like Muslims and all that stuff, weird stuff, but <laughs> just, just like anything. Yeah. But 
they put the writings of Muhammad above those things. So if Muhammad contradicted or if Muhammad said something against the scriptures or said, you know, that, you know, the Christians changed this and Jesus was not the son of God or the Jews have been a liar and they, we are the promised children of Abraham because Muhammad is claims and is from the bloodline of Esau, which was the child of Abraham. One of them, the, the non-blessed child, whatever. Um, those right, his writings come before the Bible and all that stuff. And I think mm-hmm. that's kind of when things change for us, where we take the Bible as hundred percent literal. Um, if somebody showed up now and said they were a prophet and started writing things, we would say, you know, get out of here. The Bible says you shall not add anything to this word type mm-hmm. thing where the Muslims 500 years later, Muhammad comes on the scene and kind of changes things up. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Another core belief, just a couple of them. Uh-huh. I want to go through a couple of them. Obviously we talked about God there's one God, there's there's no partners, there's nothing associated with him. To associate anything with God is considered blasphemy, yeah. and it's the unforgivable sin. Yes. Um, so that's a very strong belief. Another one that I'm going to throw out, and then you can think of some other ones if you want, um, is angels. Something interesting, their core beliefs, that they believe each person is assigned two angels. One records your good deeds, and one records your bad deeds, because... Um, in the day of judgment, that's what you're going to be judged on. There's going to be a balance of what your good deeds did and what your bad deeds did and which everyone's hired is if you're going to enter into paradise or into suffering. So um, interesting beliefs that they have. For sure. Some other ones maybe like not as big as the court. They pray five times a day. Um, Every single Muslim will, no matter where they are in the world, they will face Mecca, Mm -hmm. which is the birthplace of Muhammad, and pray. Um, They don't drink alcohol. They stay away from all that stuff. Every able-bodied muslim is supposed to visit mecca once a year mm-hmm. i believe in the um i think it was like i think i forget what month it is but it's, i think it's like the birthday of muhammad or something okay i may I be completely that. wrong about exactly why they go that month but they go to celebrate um ramadan is something they do once a month which celebrates muhammad and they they don't eat from yep. sun i think it's sun rise to sundown something like that I think when the sun's up, they don't eat. That's the easier way to put it. You know, it was really interesting because there's a basketball player, mm-hmm. Enos Cantor. You remember? You know? Oh yeah, yeah. And then like he was on, I think he was on Portland at this time, and they were in the playoffs. And ESPN did this huge thing on his fasting because he hadn't eaten or whatever, and yeah. he was playing in his playoff game or something like that. I remember, do you remember that? I, like, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty crazy. There's some um, Amir Khan is a boxer who's Muslim, and he took a fight during Ramadan. He got knocked out clean. Oh, no. <laughs> and he, like, people were like, well, of course, you haven't eaten. Like, how do you expect to win a boxing fight? <laughs> Why do you take a fight during but that time? I have no idea. Khabib, who is an MMA fighter, mm-hmm. he doesn't fight during Ramadan. So that's why he only fights, like, once a year because he will not fight during that time. So so interesting. Yeah. So interesting stuff for sure. They also um, they also have to recite the Shahada. Shahada. Oh, is that right? It. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> It's just saying that they are a witness that there is one God. They mm. bear witness that there's one God, and they're, and, and they're just declaring that that is the um, that is the truth in their opinion. So yeah. really interesting. And they also are um, obligated to give alms to the poor. Mm. Yeah. Nice stuff. Good For stuff. Sure. Yeah. Let's talk about the differences between Christianity and Islam. Yeah. So I think... I think this kind of goes into what we were originally talking about because we live in a culture, especially depending on what your political allegiance is, we live in a culture of anti-Islam, very anti-Islam, because we consider each um, is 
anybody who believes in Islam to be some a terrorist, which is really wrong to think about. You know what yeah. I mean? It's kind of idiotic to be honest. But nonetheless, um, we want to talk about the differences. What are actually the differences in the the two religions and why we believe what we believe and you know. They believe what they believe, but understanding the differences will help us in our pursuit of of bringing the gospel and to, of Jesus Christ to these people. So, um, the sections I thought we could cover were God, humanity, sin, salvation, Jesus, death of Jesus, and the Bible, because mm. those are the, okay. the the things that I found. Does that make okay. sense? Sounds good. I'm gonna jump into a random one, but okay. one from the list. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I wanted to. Uh, I'm gonna start with Jesus just because okay. I, f- I feel like it's a good place to start. Okay, as as we said earlier, I like that, that yeah, was really holy. Just, you know, Jesus just is always the crown. answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I like we said earlier, they do not believe Jesus is the Son of God, um, or anything like that. They do believe he was a major prophet, though. So, as we can get into maybe sharing the gospel with them and stuff, they do respect the words of mm-hmm. Jesus. They don't see him as possibly Jewish people may see him as you know a blasphemer who said he was God and wasn't God, that type mm-hmm. of thing. They do believe in the words of Jesus, but they don't believe he was God completely or at all. He was just a prophet, another prophet, just like you said, Moses and that type of thing. So I would say that's the biggest and major difference. They don't believe like us that Jesus is coming back, you know, and he's going to sit on the throne next to God and he has God, all those things. They do believe Jesus will come back. That's actually in their like apocalyptic writings. They believe Jesus will come back to point to Muhammad and mm. to point to Allah and pretty much tell the whole world, like, this is the true God. The Christians have gotten it wrong, not you know, me. You know what's interesting is that they, but they still believe in the virgin birth. They're really big with Mary, which is kind of, like, confusing to me, it too. It is confusing. I, I read that there's more writings about Mary in their book than the Bible in the Quran, which is, it's they really believe weird. she's the greatest woman to ever live and this type of thing. Coming yeah. from a culture who's not too high on women, that's yeah. pretty big. Yeah, that's the one woman that gets away. That's the one woman. <laughs> Um, another one, we kind of talked about this already, but God is is a difference. So they believe in a, a singular God. Nothing is associated with him. Now, you might be like, well, don't we believe that also? Well, kind of. We believe in a trinity. So we believe in a three-person Godhead in one. That belief, we've done a podcast on this, so go yeah, check yeah. that out. Um, so we don't have to explain it right now. But that belief is considered like the ultimate blasphemy. And I think that's why they hate Christians so much from what I've understood, from what I've read. They hate Christians so much because they believe, we believe in this Trinity God. Not that, so, you know, we're not saying that there's multiple gods. There's one God with three different persons. Really confusing. Listen to our podcast. Go for it. But um, that is a huge difference in Christianity and Islam. For sure. And I think it's, it's like if we told you right now that Moses is God completely and in full, you would think we're crazy. That's kind of how Muslims are looking at Christians because they're like, Jesus is just a prophet. What are you doing yeah. type thing, you know? Um, I think another thing, and we've been talking about this a lot, especially since we just did the Catholic thing. They're very works-based. Very. And you talked about it, an angel looking at your good deeds, an angel looking at your bad deeds. They really believe, you know, they don't have the Jesus. We believe that, you know, we cannot be good enough as Christians. Mm-hmm. And it is Jesus and what he did that we are saved. And like, we can go to heaven because of that where they believe you will be measured at the end for your good deeds and bad deeds. And that will decide if you go to paradise with Allah and all this stuff, or you will go to, you know, eternity of fire, whatever they Mm -hmm. call their, their hell type of thing. It's really interesting. They also believe that humanity is good by nature, which Mm. in contrast to us, we believe that humans are evil by nature in our flesh. So 
you know, a common, 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 common evangelistic tactic is to point out how much you're a sinner and show you that, you know, you are just evil by nature and you need a savior, which is truth. Don't get me wrong, but that doesn't work because they don't believe that in this, in this case, you know, they don't believe that we are bad by nature. Yeah. Um, they believe that sin isn't, um, something that causes spiritual death and separation from God. They believe it's just, uh, in their words, rejecting good counsel. It can easily be forgiven and there's no payment needed. There's no atonement needed for sin. It's just, just re- rejecting good counsel. So it's really interesting yeah. things that separate us too. Yeah, and I read, um, I was listening to like a, a scholar of Muslims, whatever, and they said like doing good deeds can forgive some of the minor deeds. You know, like yeah. kind of similar to um, very intense sects of Catholics, you know, the Catholics we see like thousands of years ago and in the Roman Catholic Church of, you know, do this and then you will be forgiven for this type yeah. of thing. They, they kind of have that going for themselves as well. Yeah. Yeah. They also believe that Jesus did not die. He ascended to heaven and Judas oh, yeah. actually died in his place. Yeah. Which is extremely that's, interesting. That's, that's a story, right? There. That is a story. <laughs> so Jesus, before um, before he died or before he was put on the cross or whatever, somehow he ascended into heaven and they put Judas in his spot, which is... They looked alike or something? I don't know. Like. <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting. Obviously, Very we believe that Jesus had a physical death. And then he rose again after three nights in the tomb. So, yeah, I think um, this may be a little off topic. I kind of want to go into the violence stuff a little bit. Why people see Muslims as so violent. And, you know, we think of 9-11 and we think of ISIS and like the Taliban and those type of things. And before you start, can I say one thing? Yeah, go for it. Ravi Zacharias said you can never judge a religion or a philosophical idea based on its extreme. Yeah. In any case, Christianity, Muslim, whatever, you can't you can't judge them based off their extreme. Just throw that, throw yeah, that for there. sure. And just like you know, if if a bunch of people who claim to be Christians bomb a Planned Parenthood place or something like that, like which has happened, yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah, we're not claiming that, you know. Yeah. Like just because we may not agree with Planned Parenthood, we're not trying to bomb anyone. Yeah, or anything like that. Exactly. Um, it's it. There's a couple things, and you could probably fill it in better. They're they're definitely seeking their their end time scriptures. They talk about like the caliphates and having this nation that is you know Muslim. You know the whole world will be Muslim someday is something that Muhammad believed mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And they they believe in what they call like a Mahdi, which is kind of like their their Jesus, their savior that's going to come. He's going to lead the people to make a one world like Muslim mm-hmm. faith, which is interesting because a lot of pastors believe that will be linked to what we believe the Antichrist will be. That's wild. Yeah, and that maybe the Antichrist will be Muslim, and they'll believe he's that, and that's what brings the Muslim world to to follow him and that type of thing. Because when you think about it, the the Antichrist has to bring together not just the atheists, but the the Jews, the Muslims, the Hindus, the Buddhists. Like They all have to come together and find something in this man that that fulfills what they thought at the end, in the beginning. And I, I don't know how anyone's going to do that. That's going to be a miracle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so pretty but, close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of Muslims and the ISIS, ISIS and those type of packs. They're trying to make that happen in a sense. And they're trying to bring, kind of bring the coming of this Mahdi. Like, let's get this started, this caliphate, this one world order that he ever, the whole world's going to be Muslim. And anyone who does not become Muslim will die. That type of thing. And that's why some of the attacks and that type of thing happened. It's, it is interesting to me because there are very violent things, like you said, that Muhammad did and a lot of violent things that um, Muhammad 
writings and like he went to wars and he said like you know if you don't he has writings where it says if you don't just submit to the muslim faith like you will die and that type of thing that doesn't fit with every single muslim like you said most of them won't re agree with that but when you do look at the writings of muhammad there's some violent things in there yeah. and all that stuff i know um looking back to like kind of Mar like malcolm x and those type of people that were muslim during the like the mm -hmm. movement with martin luther king and that type of thing they left the Muslim faith when like they learned that, you know, he had black slaves and that type of thing. Like he wasn't the model citizen <laughs> at no, all yeah. times and that type of thing. So, and I think that just goes to, to show because we don't think that everybody in the Bible was a model citizen either. Mm -hmm. Like these guys had men and women had major problems, but, yeah. the, but the difference is that, that that's okay. Not that it's okay, but um, that fits into our, our worldview is that all men have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So yeah. with that is that all of those people in the Bible, as though we may look up to them as role models like David or, or Samson, or I don't know why you look up to Samson as a role model, but Samuel, <laughs> he, was cool um, for a he was cool for a quick minute. Um, <laughs> I don't know, whatever. They all made mistakes. So we have to realize that is that only God, the perfect holy God is what we're looking to uh, as Christians to be that yeah. there's no prophet there was no person there was no king there was nobody in the old testament that was perfect and we need to come to grips with that as as christians I thought that yeah, was we're not looking for a man where muhammad is considered the perfect model of what a muslim should look like we don't look at david that way that's no thing. yeah i mean i would love to have the faith of david and stuff like that and yeah. like the worship but not everything david did not everything good, for no, sure for yeah. sure Talking about how to minister to Muslims, mm -hmm. I think this is really interesting. Again, with the culture that we've grown up in, in, in a Christian America, whatever that means, um, is that, you know, they're the enemy, we're the good guys. They're bad, we're good, we're fighting. You know, the reason we're, you know, in the Middle East right now with troops is because of Muslims, you know. So, so how can we flip the narrative and instead of looking at them as enemies, but look at them as people that are number one in need of a savior, right? And they need the truth of Jesus Christ that we have and we possess, but also finding ways to, um, to minister the gospel to them that doesn't push them away, but brings them closer to us, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think the first thing is respect. And mm -hmm. I think that's going to be almost for all of them, respecting their beliefs and not not just like shooing them away completely, you know, like respect them. They they have a belief like they are committed. They do things that, you know, I have more respect for them than the people out there partying and stuff like they are making sacrifices for what they believe in. And unfortunately, from our studies and our experiences, we, we do not believe that they have the true God or anything right. like that. But respect first. And then I think dealing with some of the issues, like you said, um, the belief for them and especially ones on America is that we're a polytheistic like society, like mm -hmm. religion that we believe in three gods. I think explaining that is really important that we believe the same thing as them, that, that there is one God mm -hmm. and that's, you know, Jesus Christ, that's the father, all that stuff. That's the, the, the three in one type thing, mm -hmm. which is a whole nother thing for sure. Podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's gets confusing in its own right. But, um, yeah, I think going for that and also respecting them is the first key. What else would you, would you say for that type of stuff? I think like everything is always looking to befriend someone first, mm -hmm. you know, because yeah. we jump into our evangelistic approaches with people. I don't know if it's 
always for the right reason. I'm not going to say it's 100% always not the right reason, but sometimes we jump in just looking to kind of put a check mark in our belt, you know, like, oh, I got one. I saved one. I saved one. And, you know, we think we're doing the right thing, but really, like, especially with, I think, the the Islam culture, you know, the people that come from there, they really value personal relationships. Big time, yeah. Big time, you know, so... Maybe you're at school and you know somebody. Maybe you study with somebody. Maybe you work with somebody. I don't know. Befriend them. Be nice to them. You know, uh, don't look at them as, you know, a terrorist or whatever. You know, but but look at them as somebody who, um, like you said, respect them and, and make and make personal relationship with them. With them, is, I think is really important. Yeah. I and, thi- oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna to add on to you. Like, be part of their life. Yeah. Before you speak into that's what I was going to say is really key for sure. Yeah. Inviting them into your own personal life, you know, yeah. come over to my house for dinner or come over, you know, let's go to coffee. Let's do, I'll do this, you know, like really genuine relationships and listening to somebody before you come at them with all your proofs and, and arguments is really important when you're sharing yeah. the gospel. I also think it's really important. This is really simple, but this is something for every religion is you have to understand Christianity. You know what I mean? Because so often people go in with all these like, yeah. oh, I'm going to win this argument. You don't even understand what you believe in. So <laughs> before sure. you even worry about someone else, figure out your own stuff. You know what I mean? I don't mean that in a, um, you know, a negative. I'm not trying to attack anybody, but understand like Christianity. Just for example, if you don't understand that Christianity is uh, based on grace by faith, through faith, you're not going to understand the difference is why he keeps saying, you know, that the person that you're talking to, but I'm doing good enough. I'm doing good enough. You'll be like, well, I don't get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you don't understand what you believe in, how are you going to expect them to understand it? Either? Yeah. How many times do you try to share the gospel with someone and like, they know, they know your faith better than you know your own faith type that's thing. That's not and a good like, thing. That's not good. You need to get to your Bible and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And like you said, be, building that relationship, you know, that's something I always did at jobs I had. Like, you don't go in there and just start sharing the gospel. Like, you have conversations, you talk about life, and then then you those conversations a lot of times will come up naturally. Yeah, and they you will. could have those conversations, and you know, you could talk about the things you guys like maybe agree on, and then things that are different in the faith, and you can go through it. And f- I think focusing on Jesus first, like like we said, they they believe Jesus was a prophet and all this stuff. Learn, yeah. learn the case Agreed. for Christ, I yeah. think is big. There is a really big theological and spiritual and just like common sense that what happened to Jesus and why we believe it. And you could really prove yeah. that to say that, you know, it wasn't flipped or anything yeah. like that. And, you know, where's the body and all this stuff. Learn that stuff because I think that's big with all faith, especially a faith that believes in Jesus Christ. To some extent, you know. Yeah, I agree. And just to end, I think, you know, uh, I encourage everybody, you know, if you have the resources to go check out that resource that we listed in the description, because mm-hmm. that's really going to help you. There's so much more in there about, you know, the, the key uh, similarities and how to evangelize and stuff like that. So if you have a Muslim friend or something like that, or, you know, maybe a, a different religion that we're going to cover, make sure to, da- to get that book because that's really going to help you guys out. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. If you guys enjoyed this and want to see more of our religion series, make sure to comment and uh, do all that. If you're on YouTube, please subscribe so that uh, you can always be notified when we post a video and then also, um, like this so that Instagram knows that you like this stuff and that, uh, it can give you more recommendations like this. If you're on Spotify, follow us. You know, if we get our follower count up, we're going to get higher up in that search count. I tried to search for the truth podcast yesterday mm-hmm. couldn't even find it because nobody's following it so follow us it's come on the algorithm we need help <laughs> get that algorithm going thank you guys sure. we appreciate that awesome. love you guys yeah, see you later guys.